it's Shastin, and welcome to Crosswalk Church. You're listening to our audio study guide podcast. For more information and access to our PDF version, please visit crosswalkvillage.com slash series guide. James chapter 2 verse 1. My dear brothers and sisters, how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? We are moving into the next phase of this book, and it seeks to explain some of the principles that were expressed in the first chapter. To make it practical, James is going to talk about prejudice against any certain group of people. Discrimination in the community is simply wrong, regardless if it is a bias against race, class, gender, or any people group. It has no place in the kingdom of God. James is serious about this because he has exhorted us to be doers and not simply knowers when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Taking care of the most vulnerable has been a hallmark of faith in God since the Old Testament. Take a look at the minor prophets and you will see this without a doubt. It is important that we understand that James will never lead us somewhere he is not willing to go himself. Christian compassion, particularly in the early years of the faith, separated people of faith from those who espoused no Christian God. Interestingly, it was in the pandemics and plagues where the idea of Christian compassion became the most clear and expressed in those ancient communities. There are a great number of stories of how the Christians were willing to take care of the sick, feed the homeless, and make sure suffering was alleviated, often to their own detriment. They were willing to get sick in order to take care of the sick. This has always been a Christian virtue. James will spend some time on this thought. He is explaining the practicalities of what true religion really can be. The New Living Translation translates this as a question, while some translate this text as an imperative or a demand. I like the way the question is put back on us. We love the label of Christian, but are we ready to take up the implications? Ask yourself a question, are there those you struggle with? Is this because of a bias you brought into your Christian walk? Or was it cultivated after you accepted Christ? And how can that be? How is it that we could cultivate a bias once we are Christians? The fact that James, the author, is spending so much time on this particular issue makes us think that perhaps there was an issue in the church he was writing for. This is possible, but he leaves us a little in the dark about how true to life this might be. Regardless of the historicity of this problem, we can see it still playing out in today's world. There is bias in the church, and it is as deadly as it is in the rest of the world. As I write this, we are in the aftermath of the shooting of Ahmaud Arbery here in the United States. This was a senseless shooting that was nothing more than white supremacy being covered up with the baseless explanation that they were protecting their neighborhood. Remember, the Ku Klux Klan has always called itself a Christian organization. Bad exegesis in theology has been the root or at least the cover, for so much hatred and bias, and this was no exception. It sickens me to think that we can use scripture to allow for hatred, violence, or oppression, but yet we do. Here, James is clear. There is no place for bias in the kingdom of God. True religion does not do that, can't do that, and God is not honored through it. Have I made it clear enough? James did. Go read it again if you need a reminder. I will always love the book of James for this. How can you work to get rid of your bias? Reach out to someone you might not normally reach out to today and begin to tear down those walls. 
Do you need to apologize to someone for the way you have acted in the past? This would be a great time.